All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com welcome in episode 441 of the real life podcast i think we're calling this what the evander kane interview debrief the post game, the post interview, yeah. where episode. we break Chalmers breaks down how he thought we did on the event from the cock chair. Yeah, yeah the from cock the cock chair. I got to sit behind the camera. I was not given a microphone. I'm going to be rattled about that for a while. I don't know what happened, but here, you guys well, did a fucking hell of a job with him. And man, is that one charming fella? He really is. He's very well. <laughs> he he's, was, he's very well spoken. Yeah. You know, he was very forthcoming with everything. Like he just. He just told it as it was, and how dare he chirp me on my hoodie size? <laughs> well, to be fair, you don't look like a large. Well, but you are I'm, tall. I'm taller, taller than expected, and that's the thing. Yeah, it's yeah. your height. Yeah, yeah. He probably did. You stand up to shave. I did. When he was talking about the Phi clothing, he was talking about that it was kind of built for his body type, which is a long leg, long arms. Super in shape. If I had a microphone at that time, I would have made a very funny quip about how the Phi clothing might not be for me. But then he, (laughs) (laughs) so, because I am not long legged and not long arm. But then he said, just get a small man. And I was like, you're right, Evander Kane. Get a small. You tell me to buy a small, I will buy a small. Something that, that can accommodate the thighs. And something that can accommodate long arms. Like, I have to wear double XL shirts sometimes just so to accommodate my arm length. And then, as a result, I'm wearing, like, a, like as, as Evander said about some guys on the team, or some how some people dress sometimes looks like they're wearing a tarp. I'm wearing this, like, giant sail on me that if it gets windy, I can just get blown away. Cause well, that's a nice a looking unit there. He, he, he uh, even commented he on it. Comment on he that commented on about nice, how nice and my it, shirt is. He, did he know it was a fishing? Is that Queen... Well, that's that's not the brand. No, but it's the place that gave that you bought it from, which is obviously the fishing lodge that you went to up north. Yeah, it's the fishing lodge on there. But yeah, the brand is something else. It's very well, fancy. Yeah, yeah. So what? And I don't know if you guys know this, but what I would have asked him too is, he said it's going to be in three stores in the mall. Do we? Did he not want to release something like well, that? Well, there's Do still we not details know on it. Yeah. Zellers for sure. That's Zellers. Well, yeah. um, tar- Sand Target. Store. Yeah. Target's Sand still store. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, well, no, because I, I think they're still working out the details on. It. I bet you'll be you'll be kind of interested. At, as, at, oh God, I can't talk. Mm-hmm, good I think I'm still reeling from this interview. That was very, very amazing, very milestone event for the nation. But I still think they're working out the details, and we'll be impressed the stores that they're actually in, given the connections he had. So you know, when that event gets closer, I'm sure they'll let us know, and maybe we can, you know, have them back or do something with them to help promote it. But that was crazy. We had an active oiler. Come into Oilers Nation HQ and do a yeah. show with us. A very public one. It's like a like not not a, not. I don't want. I don't mean to disrespect any other players, but not a bit player, man. This is a top three player on our team. Yeah, that you just had in the studio to interview. It's given how we never get access to Oilers. It's just it's still 
really surprising, even though the interview just you guys even, were, even though we okay, knew it was gonna, happening, I was like, back, this isn't happening. I'm gonna pull yeah. back the curtain on this even as an outsider sitting in this room with you guys. You know, we normally tape this thing at at a, at a certain time, and it was about the time that he was supposed to come. But you know, it was it was it felt like you guys weren't sure he was coming until he walked through that door well, because it was because, because like and even though he said he said he was going to and I, I believe he's a man of his word but it's like he's such a big get that until you actually physically yeah. lay eyes on him you're not going to believe it yeah, it's like it, too good to be true and it's nothing against him because we were talking with his manager right so it's not like we were talking directly to him so like to me it's been mind-blowing because we've had we've had like I guess I was going to say present, like like active Oilers potentially coming on our show before, and it, and it got kiboshed. Yeah. And this time, you know, that's why I was like, okay, we'll believe when we see it. And then when we see him wheel out front, we're like, oh, my God, that is a Vander Kane. And one other thing I think we... in front of our building. One other thing I, I think we learned from that interview is that um, there's a second member on the No Don't Air bandwagon, and that is... Uh, yeah, I wish It's we Kane and almost, Chalmers. It's called Kane and Chalmers against Don't Airs. We should have kept rolling on that because after we stopped rolling, he was even he had more hot takes on why he doesn't <laughs> he want to try. He was not air. about it. I he was I, not about that lifestyle, and I don't blame him because. And I said to him, I said, "Don't, don't, just don't. You don't need to." The two things blew me away about the food thing. Like obviously, as he he said, Call. he's a very particular eater. Which whatever, that's we all have our thing, and that's fine. I, he's I'm also part of the No Onion Club, so I respect that he said that. But the fact that he said. His favorite place to use Coliseum. That was such a deep hole. Oh my god! Like, like I was, you could have given me a hundred and fifty guesses. I looked I at him and I was like, that. "He's gonna say Cactus Club. He's gonna say Cactus." No, Club. no, no. He's he, gonna say he's Cactus, Club. Cactus Club. I thought he was gonna pick like. Do you know how many those guys go to Cactus Club? Like, yeah, no, not. understood. But like, I thought for like a meal, you would go like a bougie pasta place or something along those lines, right? But, but like this deep, is like deep institutional cut. home style family owned that, restaurant. That, that right there showed me that like. There was two things that 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 showed me that he's invested in the Oilers, and 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 what that was one. He's obviously not just like ordering food at home. He's going out to call CM Steak and Pizza. And second of all, that's my phone. Um, second of all, when he said that the playoff, when did he sign that that next year contract? When After was the that? postseason. After the postseason, first day of free agency, or right before free agency? When he, I. Th- yeah. Because he was allowed to go talk to other teams and then eventually circle back on the Oilers. Yeah. Oilers fans, this is. Something for you that during the playoff run, the atmosphere that you created, that we created here, sold him on staying here. Well, and our beautiful falls. And our beautiful falls. Yeah, River Valley. Fall. Who doesn't love the Gorgeous. fall in the River Valley? Mm-hmm. Well, that was interesting, though, because all of us in the room went to playoff games. We saw the insanity in yeah. there. So to hear hit from his perspective was fun. Yeah. Yeah. So and just, and the fact that that's what, that's what I, I, he, he said it. And I don't know if anybody really keyed in on it, but that's what he said was like the nail in the coffin kind of for him signing that he wanted to be here. Was that that feel? And also, he talked about how right now in the room, that's the talk, right? It's like, hey, we need to earn a chance to get that again from our fans. And they want those moments. They want to have game one at Rogers Place. And like the team's got to turn it around for that to happen. So I like that that conversation is even happening a little bit. Yeah. It was cool, yeah. man. I, it just, I, I thought it was going to be like... Obviously, he's done a bunch of media and he's very well spoken, but still, like, he you also open. just felt like you were talking to a guy I, that we were just having a conversation, yeah. and he wasn't like he gave genuine, like, articulate answers. Like, it's like, like we talked he's, about, like, what do we need to do to like get better for like for the rest of the season? Like, and he was honest. It's well, no surprise to me that he's very well aware of the narrative around him, uh, even at the time when he was well, I not told with him, the I said, Like, yeah, there was a resistance when you signed. Here. Yeah, and 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 there was, and I mean. I could be guilty of it as well, but like the fact is, is so like winning and performing, they are the great elixir. And when you, you know, that's, that's also one thing that we've got to be more careful of. And that is the narrative that we're being sold, uh, out in the world, you know, the, the parts that we're seeing, you know, and it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's difficult to see the difference between the two. It's, it's difficult <laughs> to like wade through the the waters of it all. Right? I loved the, his reaction when I was like, man, you threw up the seven and people thought you were bragging about how many goals you had. And it did kind of go to show the point he made earlier. So it made me think about it when he was like, people just kind of believe whatever yeah, they Yeah, I think he's got me. that chip on his shoulder that there's always going to be a narrative against him. And guys like him, you know, they have that for better or for worse or for right or for wrong. He's going to always have that, that narrative around him. There's always going to be haters, you know? 
it's there's tons of people like that out there and they have to be aware of it. Mm-hmm. You have to. And that's, you know, he says he's always been in the community and he's always been doing things. And obviously when he's in San Jose or when he's in another market, like we don't see that because we're not watching. But when he's here and he's doing it and we're like, whoa, this guy's like really community minded. And he's saying to us, man, I've always been. You just haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But it's amplified when you're in a market, in a Canadian market and doing that. And, you know, it, it, you guys asked him and, and it goes back to my long standing thing about like, we need to sell the stars and their personalities. Well, that's why I loved, like I was going to ask him, I had it written down on my sheet. If it was up to you, are you going to the game in a suit or are you wearing whatever you want? And I loved hearing him go, I'd probably do half and half, you know, I'd love to show up in whatever I want. Yeah. Show a little personality. Cause yeah. And I mean, do you remember like in basketball, that old minded thinking of when guys that went, when they literally the Steve Nash rule, Steve Nash would come looking like a dirty skater and yeah. they were just like, we're not doing this anymore. You guys are all wearing suits. And then dudes just yeah. all, so letting, letting people have their personalities is good. And people are going to wear what they want to wear. And like, it's no surprise to me that Leon was his pick for best dress because I've seen some Instagram posts. I mean, the dude's a straight up male model. If he wasn't a hockey player, like yeah, a handsome he's a good looking fellow. And he, and he tape, he also has well-fitted suits, but like, yeah, their personalities, man. Like I swear to God, we would just, we would, we would know so much more and we'd be able to have a better opinion of these guys if they just were sold better. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's such a fucking blind spot. But he talked about too, like there's, it's, it's a two way street. You need to find guys who like doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's hockey players are also just known for not being like that too much. So yeah. It's only a handful. Yeah, of- but that's that would be like the endearing part of it, though, for for, for fans. Is you have a, a thing like hard knocks in, in the states with NFL. Remember when they used to do the lead up to the Heritage Classic between the two teams? I can remember the Pittsburgh oh, Washington yeah, yeah, Capitals yeah. one. Yeah. It was so fucking good, right? This. Heritage Classic just came and went. Who played in it, Jer? Did we do a Heritage? Winter Classic. The Winter Classic, I mean, sorry, the Winter Classic that just passed. It was Pittsburgh, Boston. Sure. And I literally wouldn't have known that unless you just told me. I knew that it was on the second, but I there's no build up to it. There's no hype. There's no But not for us, yeah. Yeah. But why isn't there? Why isn't there a show? Well it's funny you say that. Well, I think those I think those HBO shows, the ones that were doing the lead ups, I think the teams found them to end up being then, a then that's a team problem that is that's a fucking organizational problem <laughs> between the nhl and the teams that they're that they want to keep this secret behind closed doors you get so many more fans the fact that nhl players are as reserved and as humble and soft-spoken and there's not they're not all right there you're gonna have your personalities that are gonna stand mm-hmm. out but the fact that they're like that would endear them to to fans that's what fans of hockey love about these players is that they're like this so show them like this just i don't know i'm not i'm not a market well i actually am a marketing major but the fact <laughs> is is like <laughs> it's just it's crazy to me it's crazy to me it's crazy to me that there isn't like a, a show in edmonton that we could watch about the edmonton oilers like it's they tried oil called, change it's supposed to be called oilers plus oilers nation every day chalmers Oilers Nation, like Oilers Plus, is just it has to be done by an outside source, or else yeah. it'll be. Otherwise, it's just propaganda-ish. I don't know. I'm well, talking to media. Oilers I'm talking to media with the media guys. I think that, I probably should just step back. I know what players. I crave. That's that's where like you should like if uh, that should be part of the content plan is giving you the like more personal side of the players so you can understand the person, their personality, and get to know them better because it's those connections. So, that, yes. So we were talking the other day about the Wayne Gretzky. Connor McDavid, MGM bet uh, um, commercial. Mm-hmm. The one where he's shooting pucks. Have you seen the one, the newest one when they Yeah, I was just going to new, new flavor. Yeah. Does that change your mind? I said that I really liked it. You said that they were just bad actors. Or what, what, did you, what was your view on that commercial? When he's shooting pucks, his nets over I there. I love it. But somebody said they didn't like it. Was that you, your M. Chuck? You yeah, an article like that needs to go in the next cringy. 10 minutes? Because he's wearing a hoodie on top of the equipment. So that's why. I'm listening to you. I heard that whole conversation. I don't like that commercial because I think the acting is just super okay, cringy. Okay, so that's my... dialogue's cringy. And that's my point. But the first one was better than the second one. The second one is... The Zamboni one? I had one? to take a step back. It's not very good acting in that one. <laughs> and, I'm, and, and so... 
You're kind of getting, oh my God, he's back to his computer. I got uh, Okay, anyways. <laughs> Jay's leaving Jay the room. just left. Jay's leaving. Bag Milk's <laughs> typing on his computer. So is your M Chuck. There's a Vander Kane's manager, okay? Oh. Listen, we just had a big interview, well, and Tyler and I I'll are behind the scenes trying to make sure that that goes up in a timely fashion. Yeah, and it's not up yet. Okay. Like, it's got to be up, like, like right like now? Did you post that video on Instagram? And I think you missed a big... Actually, I will call him. Okay, yeah, you go. You back. go do that. Call him back. Get him back here. Yeah. Does you ask him if he wants to go watch the World Junior game with me? Yeah. I was uh, gonna ask him about the World Junior. So was I, but you didn't give me a mic. So anyways. there was a fucking mic on the table. <laughs> okay. So listen. Uh, 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 what the hell are we just talking about now? Lost my the train. Bet MGM commercials. Or no, no, no. After that, <laughs> Evander Kane's agent, me and Bag Milk being distracted, you not getting a mic, mm. uh, you being mad at the beer selection we have at the office. It's pretty pretty embarrassing. It could be better. It could be better. And Dog Patch is closed for the week, so I couldn't even get something on tap downstairs. So I'm drinking a Christmas beer. Yeah, I would have loved to have From a, not this Christmas. Yeah. Nah. From last Christmas. Christmas past. Well, whatever. The beer of Christmas past. I like it. I like um, it. Yeah, I, I totally, totally, totally didn't know where I was going there, but that's okay. It's all good. Oh, when he was here, I wanted to talk World Juniors with him mm-hmm. because he had like a very successful World Juniors in 2009 where he won a gold, mm-hmm. 6.6 games, pretty good. And then the next year, he was on the 2010 team, which came in seventh. And I was just wondering like, is he going to walk? Like how invested is a past NHL? Seventh place finisher. And he's gold medal oh, though. Yeah, sorry, gold like, medalist. Anybody was an injured, he was, a, he was an injury replacement in 2009. Oh, really? If you remember that, yeah. And... Yeah, so I just want to know, like, is he going home to watch this? Is it appointment viewing? How how into the World I did, Juniors are? I got to say, I did love seeing that uh, the boys were still having bets, obviously. Oh, Yamamoto wearing the Canadian last jersey? Night. Yeah, so Yamamoto wearing the Canadian jersey today. I love that. I love those. I really think that the question where you guys asked him about his kind of route and him saying I had to get back. I got to, I love getting back into the routine. You know, like, I, I'm traveling with the team sometimes because even though he loves Edmonton, he's got to get out of like. I have often, and I was wondering this like two weeks ago. I don't even know why, but what what's his level of engagement with traveling with the team? It's when you're when you're under that amount of rehab and you're constantly having to do this, you know, rehab. Do you travel with the team? Do you stay in touch with the boys? Do you go to the arena at all times when they're there? Posted an Instagram story the other day of him in the room. I find it really interesting, actually, that he's been there a lot. He's done as like, you should. Though, he's right? done like hits in between periods with. He did with, a full period of color commentary on the radio broadcast. So good. How was it? I don't. know. I didn't listen. Okay. I don't know either. Yep. Sorry, I cut you off. Back. I, I watched the games. No, I just got your text. I'm putting that up right now. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are texting. Are you guys, are you guys we're, te- we're just. Why do you just talk about we're it? Just putting this screenshot up as a teaser on the main on the daddy account. Oh, daddy this account. is what I was gonna say. I think that we missed. An, op- an opportunity to ask him. And we, we weren't going to do, we were going to be very professional with Evander. And we were. And you very, very much were. We talked about getting hammered at playoff games. Not a single picture. No, but, but I like, was the one that was hammered, no, though. No, off mic. I'm talking about off mic, no pick. Mm. Like, but sitting right there, the three of you on this couch, I wanted to take a picture, like really badly. Well, we got the video. We have a screenshot. Yeah. It's on video. Oh, yeah, Wait, you guys take It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, you aware how video works? Yeah, moving so pictures. This is not a situation of pics or. It didn't we call happen. that a talkie these days. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> a talkie. <laughs> oh, you guys a just sync everything. Picture. You guys just sync of everything, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I uploaded the wrong file. All right. Can you? I'm not going to tweet it. Actually, Tyler, we're we're workshopping here until yeah. you've got that podcast uploaded. Yeah. Qu- like what the hell? Do we have a description for it? Question uh, for. Yeah, but there's a part of it I have to take. Question for, be- for for your M Chuck. Why don't yeah. you leave for two seconds and then come back like Jay did? Because I'm recording this current episode <laughs> on the same computer. All right. Well, then I'm not going to post this teaser. Okay, let's not post ready. the teaser yet. Right. You guys want to take five or no? <laughs> no, no, no. We'll keep rolling. This okay. will be this We're will be like a shorter episode of the pod. But I think people are going to like hearing us scramble while we're trying. Well, to yeah. Oh, it was no, funny. No, no. Like, they, it, like it, it, it was it was such a scrambly day because like we find out right. at like eight thirty. Like, yeah, he's coming. I was like, what? This is actually happening. Well, yeah, yesterday like, you talked to me about it. I'm like, okay, I'm sure there's something that's going to like come to fruition over the next couple of weeks. And yeah, you wake up, you're like, whoa. Well, I saw the email came in saying, let's put some questions together here. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> I looked at the name. I'm like, no, no, that's not happening. Wrong guy. Chipped in thinking that was it. That was the end of the, 
the end of the story. But then here he was on the couch. Okay, so uh, I guess from an outsider's perspective is you guys finished that interview 30 minutes ago, 25 minutes ago. We have this to do, which is obviously going to be shorter, but what is the urgency in getting out the teasers and that stuff? Like, does it have, is there, no, I'm just, but no, no, like, <laughs> why can't it just wait like half an hour? And I'm not even saying that. Because the I'm being people serious. need to hear what we had to say. Right. But is that, do you guys know that there's a certain amount of time that at Tim Hortons, between one and three o'clock in the afternoon, they always <laughs> offer a chocolate snack on the, on the mic because it is known that that is a low, that is a time when people, if people are going to Tim Hortons to get a coffee or a snack, that is a time when people feel like they just need something to keep going for the day. So they're trying to fill a need. So do you know that this is a time when people either check Instagram more or check the OS Nation website more? Because they're getting it, tired of their work day? Exactly. We want to catch them for the drive. Do you guys think I'm just like asking these questions for no fucking reason? Well, kind of. I didn't know what your angle. I didn't know your. I didn't know your angle was. But if we can get this out for the drive home, it'll be well listened to. So, so that's what I'm getting at. Is what you're hoping to get is that people will be looking at their phone because it's almost the end of the day. They're at their work and they're going to go, "Holy shit!" There's a special interview with Evander Kane. I'm going to download it. Maybe. What, listen to it on the way home because here's that's the way I'm thinking about it. It was like a 30 okay. minute interview. We get it up for the ride home. Yes, I'm gonna listen to that when they're in traffic. Right, and so the 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 flurry of activity that's happening in here, it's right. It's good to let people know about it because like why it's happening, and that's simply what my question was about: giving yeah. people the insight. Maybe people will listen while they're on their way to Montana's to watch the game. You know why, Chalmers? Because Montana's is bringing back the viewing party. This season, they got new daily specials every single day. Today is Thursday. Boom. Drink specials. You already know. Montana's.ca is where you can go to find more info. Remember when we went and to delicious Montana's? ribs. Well, we also Wednesdays are all you can eat ribs. So Montana's we also is like need the new to... chilies for me. Explain that. Chilies used to be like a, just a, a, a place that I would go. Because you knew the beer was cold, you knew the food was good, you knew it was consistent, and it had a home, like, comforting atmosphere. Mm -hmm. Chili's is no longer there. So Montana's has filled the hole in your heart. You're goddamn right it has. I'm looking forward to this partnership again because I just really want to eat ribs. Dude. And we're going to do another mm -hmm. real-life contest and do another lunch. And Chalmers, you have to attend this time. Our last winner was our guy Bradley. Yeah, and he was great. He was you great. We're great matching time. Jays jerseys. We, we did. Great time. So Jay's let's jerseys. do it. Let's open it up and okay, let's, let's have two winners. Here's the thing. And bring two two listeners to for lunch. I was hoping to come in here today and 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 say, boys, I think we need to do like a podcast thing where we all you know really really work on our for physical fitness for 2003 or 2023 because 2003, I personally gained probably about seven pounds over the holidays. Oh, I. How did, did you too, guys man. do? I easy. Terrible. Easy. It was I disgusting. Was, These holidays were like perfect for the fact that you had Christmas. The time between Christmas and New Year's is just like lose track of time. And it was a full week this time too. Yeah. Like there dude. was no real work days in there. I know some people went back for a couple of days if you worked like a nine to five, but like a lot of them were like days in lieu, like popped in there. And every night there was a reason to have like a beer or a cocktail. Buddy, you know? I was like, if you looked at my counter the other day, there was seven or eight empty bottles of red wine. There was like, there was just cheese wrappers and charcuterie boards oh, and God. bread and chocolate so many appetizers everything so that happens at this time <laughs> so of i season. need like an intervention and i and we tried to do that peloton thing with that that the mainlander tim Sorry. mainlander tim we, he, i don't know why i didn't understand like the thing that he set up like i just thought we should like do I, a live ride together i rode last night for the first time in a long time I'm. Uh, I almost I'm, had a heart attack. I'm gonna be back. I'm gonna be back. <laughs> I think I almost had a heart attack. Uh, I came back from skiing. I skied like I went on a six day ski trip. I skied five days. How's the legs. legs were barking? Eh. Oh, the dogs were barking. But you know what we started doing? I channeled our uh, inner Mark Latest and we started crushing uh, mustard. Did that help oh. in any way? It does, even man. spiritually. It, it. You know what? It doesn't. I, I just. I just. Mm. I, I picture Mark Latestu, and I think that is the motivation to fix my legs, not there, necessarily the mustard. But there are kids on my U eleven team who have bags, Ziploc bags of packets of mustard. Really, yeah. they I do. I swear, one kid has smelling salts. Yeah, that's. Oh, it. I feel like you're killing that kid's killing his brain cells. He's got to stop. No, that's. Yeah, well, we I don't, I don't the mustard goes well. They, I, they love the mustard. They I did think a it's smelling really cool. salt one time. I got tickets um, right behind the bench at an Oilers game, and it was 
Jay's dying again. I was right behind the bench. He just the the we were, I was, we were just like between periods and I'm sitting there with my dad and I'm having a beer looking around and then I'm like waving at the trainer, but just being a shithead. And he throws me one of those selling smelling salts. I have never experienced something like that. It'll clear you up. It'll wake you right up. Now Tyler's leaving. Do you know what was a legit concern about me in the Peloton last night? What's that? When I was finished, I was kind of like lightheaded and your feet are securely strapped in the pedals. Uh-oh. And I was wondering if you like passed out and your legs were just stuck there, you'd have like two broken ankles. <laughs> I remember when you he guys- doesn't even know what I just said. Cause yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I remember when you guys you'd got be laying there and your, your feet would still be attached to the damn bike, but you'd be over the back. I, I gotta I, say, this I, is one for sure. You would hurt very oh, entertaining for me because I remember when you guys got the Pelotons two years ago now. And almost two years ago, there was the sending pizzas ago. to each other's houses. There yeah. was all of that. And now there are what clothing racks with a subscription. No, no, no. <laughs> mine still gets no, no, used. I, in I, was, my house. I was riding mine really good up until the last three weeks of December. And I'll be getting back on it. I am also. Well, tis the season. It's resolution no, season. Okay. So I saw it hanging on by a thread. Jay's mic just fell off its mic arm um, because, of course, it did. And I saw it hanging on by a thread the few times Evander touched it. And I was like, oh, my God, the mic's going to fall onto him. Also, he almost fell on the courts. It was it was. Oh, a he kicked over the that. camera, too. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. Camera also, this is just an, the universe telling you that these mic arms ain't it. It's because you guys don't know how to use them. Oh, they are terrible. They're awful. This one's actually not bad. It's great. This one's a lot better than what everyone used to be I'm here. screwing the microphone back in. It's not even... What the <laughs> hell? So did you guys have a good New Year's? What did you guys do on New Year's? Any plans? Nothing really. I did no, a B-cast until like 11.30. Are you guys super... Are, are you getting to that age where you're, you're not going out? I never cared about New Year's. No? Once I got out of high school, it's just a day to me. New Year's is one of those things where like you, fi- you realize you don't have plans on like the 29th. Yeah. And then you're like, shit. And then a bunch of friends call and you're kind of like, hey, should we do something? I don't know. Should we do something? So a little get together of like five couples came about on like the 30th. But unfortunately, the kid had a dog park accident. Mm. Yeah, his dog got bit. Mm. And then he had to take him to the emergency ER. So those plans got squashed because couldn't exactly leave him home by himself. Yeah, my dude, my my dude, Frank, I don't take him to dog parks. No, I don't trust. Kind of down on dog parks right now. I don't trust other people. Other people's dogs. That's so, mostly it. So this, is it a, is it a known thing that if you take your dog to a dog park, you're, you're doing it at the risk that this could happen? Yes. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. So is there an unwritten rule that you don't take your dog to the dog park if he is a shit, if a shithead, I, I mean, for lack of a better term, if you think the possibility is there. That he could do this. My dog, like Frank, I think he's one of the friendliest dogs that. So is I've Leon, my dog. Absolutely one of the friendliest dogs you've ever and seen. And I just don't know everybody else's dogs. And also, you don't know how your dog. Like, who knows? Maybe there's a dog that's just looking at Frank funny, and all of a sudden Frank wants to throw hands. Right. And then all of a sudden, it's that's my weird, dog. eh? Like sometimes there might be a chemical. Like, yeah, there might be just something. Yeah. Something. Well, there. I, I honestly, there is something with that because, like. My dog does not, he loves everybody, but I have one friend who comes to my house and when he does, my dog growls and is like super protective for some reason he knows. and I cannot figure it out. So like one time I was at, I was just at the park by my house and Frank was on leash and he was just cruising around and a little Shih Tzu came up to Frank and I'm like, oh, it's a tiny dog, whatever. And immediately went straight, bit him on the face. Oh, Frank. It was like a playful bite. Oh no. <laughs> Frank got mad bigger of the two dogs, basically pinned him down and he's going out. I'm like, whoa. And then I get yelled at for this? I'm just not putting myself and in And that that's situation. the thing. Yeah, that's that's one. So this situation, I wasn't there, but my wife was there. And in this situation, there was a person with four dogs and my they my, our kids had gone to school together. So my wife and her knew each other, mm-hmm. but they had a four, the, the fourth dog was an eight month old. And after Leon was sniffing the eight-month-old and the oldest one attacked Leon a little bit, she was like, oh, he gets very protective. If you know that, should you not be taking the dog to the dog park? Probably, yeah. I would also say that if your dog doesn't have a recall, you shouldn't be taking them to the dog park. Sure, absolutely. Oh, oh that's sure. a given. That I think that's me like, nuts. Yeah. Oh, like something you yell to make them come to you? Doesn't matter what's going on. If you can't yell at your dog and it comes right back to you, I don't think you should be at the dog park on off leash. I totally Frank agree. Frank will not come. If he sees a rabbit, he's gone. So I don't 
let them off leash. I think dogs with the best recall in the world still are gone if they see a rabbit. Hot dog goes ham for squirrels and rabbits. It's well, Frank's a terrier, so any of those small, like, rat-like animals, he's fired up about it. I got to say that Edmonton is very lucky because New Year's Eve at 2 in the afternoon, there's not a lot of vet clinics open, but we have a vet ER, and we took them there. And, I mean, I'm expecting this bill to be quite substantial. And it was not, and they were so quick, and it was so good, and we took them home, and, you know, it... It's been great so far. He had to have like a drain put in, like a stint to like Ooh. drain the fluid. Oh, it was a big cut. Gross. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. he's doing great. I love that guy. It made me really like recapture my love for, yeah. like I've always had love for him, yeah, but yeah. like you just go, God, you know, you're such a good dog. You didn't deserve that shit. And yeah. it really puts you on into, into another level of like appreciation of, of him, of your dog. Before we uh, keep moving on on the pod, got to give some love to Tourism Jasper because we are now like 23 days away from the beginning of our Jasper Pond Hockey Tournament. CHEHockey.com is where you can go. That are you link. ready for some red wine? No, I am <laughs> swearing off the Nation Red Wine, wine Summit. <laughs> the good news is Amber's there this year. So. No, well, Amber's going to join the red wine party. You know, you know why that's good news? Just hold it. Just hold you know why that's good news can. for me is because Aaron is also going to be there and maybe they can go... Somewhere together. Me, Mrs. Will night. also be there. Will be there. And too. we can go somewhere yeah, and have a night. Oh, yeah. Because remember when we went and played uh, outdoor hockey at the Pyramid Lake with the on the bench guys? Yeah. Yep. Who will be there again this year? Who will be again, there again this year? Well, That's great. I felt bad because I was like leaving my family, right? But like JR's bringing his family, his wife and kid. And Bang I don't have a bringing kid. his girlfriend. No kid. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And so they now have like a support system where they can sit in I the lobby. Thinking, of the JPO, which is one of the best places on earth. Little spa day for the ladies. Little spa day, why not? Yeah. Mm. This will be music to Frank Saravalli's ears because he's worried that is, there's not going to be enough bro time. There was there will tons be. of bro so, time. There's going to be tons we of bro time. We bro down every hey, night. Can we do this? Can we do like a, a, a segment where we make content out of this? But what I didn't know was that on the driving range at the JPL, they have like quite an extensive sledding Hill. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Let's go sledding in between, like, our games. Let's not just do that thing where we go drink in the lobby. I know we have to do, like, a pod, <laughs> but we <laughs> Let's but go drink, drink on the, the sledding hill. No, but let's go drink on the sled hill. I think we should do some content. Did you like, did you promise some sledding to your kids, and you're trying to bring us there so you don't... Well, I wasn't even going to invite the kids. Oh, okay. It was just going to be us. Are, I'll sled with the kids another Are day. you open, Tyler, to another round of Tyler Tries at the JPL? If it's sledding, Yes. If You've it's never red tried wine sledding? and oysters, I tried sledding. If oh, it's red wine and oysters, I'm out. It was fantastic. Oh my god! Come What's on. something new that we can get to try? A human centipede on the on the show? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm say this is a fucking ad read. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, no, the ad read's done. I meant on the sledding. Like we'd go four in a row. <laughs> Sledding. If you want to head out to Jasper in January, the Jasper in January event is going January 13th till the 29th, which is right around when we'll be there as well. Celebrate. And the weather's great yeah. right now. Get out there. Oh, yeah. I love Marmot Basin. Celebrate the lighter side of winter. Lots of exciting events happening, including a street party with live bands, whiskey, wine, and hops. It's the ultimate, I hope it's the ultimate apres. Apres. Ah. I, I'm a big apres ski guy. Yeah. Love an apres ski. But the things you can count on for the Pond Hockey Tournament, we're going to be hosting a hot stove. Uh, Tyler, you might be the host. We'll find figure that out later. Uh, with the on the bench guys, <laughs> Sarah Bali. We've got I like your face, barn burner dudes. Bar, we got barn burner. We got oh, Franklin. Is Franklin Sarah Valley? We have Francis Saravalli. and we have the on the bench guys. Do a hot stove the first night, and then we're going to do an Oilers Nation watch party okay, the second I'll be night. The sixth, Mike. It's cool. And then, uh, yeah, Chalmers will finally give him a mic at that <laughs> event. Right. Uh, I'm interested to see what the post watch party contest feat of strength is oh, going to be. Not planking. Oh, the plank contest was outrageous. Let's do fun. headstands because I fucking nail headstands. Well, we might have to do it. We can right. game it so Chalmers can win. Yep. Um, Chalmers won it last time. We got to go. We got to go two and two and oh. And then I'm still. Uh, we got a meeting with uh, JPL next week. I've made a couple. Uh, requests or provided some feedback from last year's in terms of they really want to work with us on trying to figure out how they can continue to grow this tournament and keep kind of building out the activation of it. So we had some really good uh, feedback and I think JPL is going to be able to accommodate some of it. So once it's confirmed, 
I'll share with it, uh, share with everyone what it is. Uh, it'll really add to the event. A contest of who can shotgun a beer the fastest. You sent me that video from our room. I feel like I could, I'd be the win. Mix. You might win. Cone. I've told JPL to hide all pylons while we were there. We'll see about that. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Challenge accepted to do what? Find no. a traffic cone. Uh, we also got to give some love to our friends at AMA Travel because at this time next week, we are going to be at the airport about ready to go to Vegas. AMA is taking us to Vegas. It's a week away already. We also have the trip to Toronto coming up March 10th to 12th if you want to find out more about that and how AMA Travel is helping us just put on an absolute hell of a trip. Head to nationgear.ca. You'll see it right there. It's the first thing. Toronto 2.0. Your ticket on the trip gets you your flight, gets you your hotel, gets you your transport to and from the hotel when we're in Toronto and a ticket to watch Edmonton Toronto Saturday night from a gondola suite. This trip is bougie and it's all because our friends at AMA Travel know how to come through. Tyler, in terms of like timing, mm-hmm. we're there mid-March. How far out would we be of also slipping in another sporting event while we're there? Oh, they don't start till April. Yeah, Jays don't start to late. But basketball might be still going. Ooh, wait, yeah, one second. Ooh, I would love to go to a Raptors game. Like maybe they play Friday night. Ooh, that'd be fun. Maybe MLS is fired up. Maybe the Argos are playing for some reason. I've never been to an NBA game. March to 10th to 12th. They play in LA on the 10th Ooh. and the 8th, and then they're not back home till the 14th. Boo. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Right, because it's a Leafs homestand. Yeah, Leafs homestand. It makes sense. I've uh, never been to an NBA game. I'd love to go. Yeah, I've only been to one. It was a good time. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Oh, someone else. Any of you guys big New Year's resolution people? No, I think they're done. Not I haven't done fat. my go- I haven't done my goal setting yet. I know I, I and that's done. okay. It doesn't have to happen before I, the end of the year. I'm, I'm a, trying to be better, but I'm not holding myself to a goal. You know? Well, I told you I was my my. If we're gonna set New Year's resolutions, I might as well set one that's outrageous. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna replace takeoff and Migos. That's my New Year's resolution. Why'd you just turn on that light? Did I? What light? Did that light just come on? Nope. Been on you the whole show, Charles. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's bright. Uh, yeah, so my New Year's resolution is to stop being fat. <laughs> me so we're going to do our no. best. What interesting, what drink me too. What drink less, take. stop being fat. I'm oh. trying to drink less too. That's my thing. Although yeah. Jay gave me a charcuterie board kit the other day, I'm powering through it. How is it? It's delightful. Oh, nice. The meats, the cheeses, the crackers. You know, I couple that with a nice glass of red. All of a sudden, I'm having a good evening. Well, I, uh, I've i come back from my ski trip with this skier's cough, and it's... Uh, Cigars? No, I didn't have any cigars, which is actually odd. Trip I'm surprised. No, I didn't trip have trip, darts. Didn't trip have darts. Trip don't darts. Count. Ripping butts on the hill and that's on and, the chairlift. You know, it's 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 kind of weakened my appetite, so it's been kind of nice to not like eat at the volume that I like to eat at. Well, give me a kiss so I can get that cough. So I can. Well, I don't know if it's contagious or not. I just I I honestly think it's I um I came into Christmas extremely run down just because working like crazy just. Having to help Eva because um, December at Duchess is like 
um, their Super Bowl. So I was working all hours of the day. CEO, constantly entertaining others. Yeah. So I had to do I had to do a lot of childcare at nighttime. So I'm barely getting any sleep and just working. And then Christmas hits, and I just like my body just says, "Okay, I have to like go through this phase right now." And oh my god, we got to talk about your your flight too. That was fucking oh, I, buddy. So he went to Big White, which is flying into Kelowna. And obviously, it's very well documented that airline travel right now is not the most efficient thing happening right now, as it yeah. never is over the holidays. But Coupled JR was keeping us very, very aware of what you were of, of, of the of the moment to moment happenings of your flight. Yeah, and I got to tell you, for one whole day, I was just gripped. I did not know if you were going to get there. You made a decision it to cancel wild. the flight you were on, book another flight, knowing what was happening. It was. Fuck, it was riveting. Yeah, it was wild. Um, with obviously, a baby. with the a baby, time. we have a, a obviously a lot of disruption in, in the travel industry for a few reasons. The that that crazy Arctic vortex or whatever that came and disrupted North America had a huge impact Always. and disrupted travel as airports got shut down. Got a crazy trickle effect. Also, like a lot of people were like getting like the like all the flus and like COVID and still stuff going around like a lot of people calling sick so short staff mass disruption and all of a sudden like day like it's like 4 a.m before the day we have to leave and i get a notification saying kate your flight's 40 minutes delayed okay that's all good then it's 60 minutes delayed then it's 90 minutes delayed then it's two two hours delayed and then you know it was a flight supposed they to just leave kept at five in the can yeah it was a flight that's supposed to leave at five um and now all of a sudden it's 7 45 and it stayed at that time because we were, we were getting ready to leave the house and we'd, we would check like oh no it's been disrupted so we're like screw this we'll stay at home stay at home stay at home but it stayed at 7 45 for a long time <clears throat> so like okay this would be the time we would leave for a 7 45 flight okay good we get to the airport still 7 45 i talked to the people at the desk like is this flight good they're like yeah no this one is the one of the good ones some of the other ones are at jeopardy i'm like okay good we go uh, uh, to the airport lounge, just hang out, chill. Go Okay, it's time to go leave for our flight. As soon as that, I look at my phone, delayed another 90 and minutes. And here's where knowing the inner workings of how airport and flights work is do. really important. We, we do. We, we have a buddy. Have, we have my a, brother's a pilot. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have and another we have buddy's a really a pilot. good friend who's a pilot. And they can look up inner things. Okay, yeah. so if you're a crew that's supposed to leave at a certain time, you show up. You can only be on the clock for a certain amount of hours, yeah. and that includes your flight time. So if it's like 12 hours and your flight's delayed six, and the process of actually flying there and landing and then getting off the flight is another six, that 12-hour window is too long. They cannot work a one minute. I don't know if it's 12 hours, but they can't work one minute over their allotted time frame. Yeah. So you have to know that kind of thing. Yeah. And so what was really pushing it close was whether or not the crew was going to time out, they yeah. call it. And, and, the, and that's what would lead to it being canceled. Yes. Yeah, so the, and the, lady, would cancel the lady at the desk didn't know what their hours were because I asked her specifically that. She's like, that She's could be. She's never been asked that, but, but so, I mean, probably has. I'm fascinated you guys knew that. So the reason, oh, yeah. so there was four flights to Kelowna with the same airline, all super delayed. And two of them, which the one I was on, had to, uh, my plane was in Saskatoon, trying to leave Saskatoon. That was the issue. It couldn't leave Saskatoon. Um, and there was another one leaving Regina. So I'm working with this lady because I'm like, holy crap. Like, there's this hours thing we don't know. This plane needs to get in the air now. Um, so many factors. Yeah. So and I'm good. like, I'm like, oh, this other airline has a flight that leaves at like 1025. But it's also already itself delayed 50 minutes. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm talking, I'm, I'm talking, and she was super nice. I'm like, here's my situation because the thing is, is if I don't, because because of how busy the season is, I, my next flight I can't get on is like two days later. Ooh, so and this is like a four day trip. Yeah. Right. So like that's two nights of accommodation of pissed away and two days of skiing and so I'm like I'm like we've got to get and plus like we're there with our daughter we'd have to like like we just gotta we gotta leave tonight. So I just said okay. Let's let's figure out if this plane in, in Saskatoon is leaving. She's like, okay, I'm going to try to find that out. But in the meantime, what happened is we heard that the, the Kelowna flight that's connected to the plane that's stuck in Regina has now been canceled. So I'm like, well, if that one's, get, if that one's canceled, 
and it's in Regina. They're only two hours apart. Like they must be fighting the same weather situation. This one for sure is going to get canceled. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm hitting pay right now. Cause I had the flight load up. I'm hitting pay right now. She's like, I can refund you for this leg. I'm like, great. I'm like, can you pull my bags off? She's like, yeah. So I go down. So I would go down to get all my bags. There's like a thousand bags just sitting around <laughs> us. I'm like, oh my God, am I going to get my bags? And thankfully they were able to get them. The uncertainty at this time is just like oh. top level. But then, but then I, then she's like, okay, I'll go get your bags. I go look at my phone and it shows that the flight from Saskatoon was able to take off. And I'm like, so now oh my talk, God. Now you think you've made the wrong decision. Oh my God. I'm like, no. I'm like, is there any way I can get these? Could I? keep them on the plane and I can keep this ticket. She's like, I've already pulled them. I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm like, Oh, I wanted Tyler to make a joke saying land the plane. Like what you would say with a, a story. That's oh, anyways, land the plane. <laughs> anyways, so here I am caused all this disruption for my family. And I'm just like joke. stressed out that, uh, now this plane's there. We could have just chilled and watched the rest of the Euler game really calmly as opposed to like frantically running all over the place, getting baggage, going, having to leave security, go check in on the new flight, go back through security. But, but, the you minute, were absolutely. But uh, but my uh, the gut the, the gut instinct and decision was right because the minute I landed, I checked, and that flight ended up the getting canceled. The flight that he was originally wow. on and why was canceled for the pilot and and, and flight attendant they hours. Out. They timed out, and so he was absolutely vindicated in the fact that he made a gamble of buying another flight, canceling the one that was that he was already on. It's like amazing race. Getting your shit all out, all these factors had to happen perfectly, and. If he gets there with the airline that he's now on and the other one shows up, well, not a big deal. You know what? He just put himself through a whole bunch of stress. But if that original flight gets canceled, it's like I did everything was worth it. It's, and it was yeah. so fucking good. Because it's, yeah, it was. I was up at like midnight. I'm so like, good. oh, he did it. it was oh, canceled. And, and we, didn't get, we didn't get to our accommodations like three in the morning. The long day. Anyways. Note to self. Well, we had a friend that drove the same exact trip oh, yeah, to meet was, you. Yeah, and he <laughs> he was in not good driving conditions. Like bare, white knuckling it like in a snowstorm 50, yeah. with bad roads is probably the worst oh. thing. I, I, I wouldn't wish, wish that upon my worst enemy. Like I hate Especially that. Especially driving through the mountains, man, oh, and some of those turns you got to take. Oh, yeah. You don't know if it's slippery. You don't want to slam your brakes to yeah. check to and test the, and it. The, and, the, and it's getting shut down for avalanche work yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Anyways, so I was like, yeah, no, I'm the genius flying, but that had to go through that just crazy torment. But you know what? We got there, and then the flight home went, everything went smooth there. So it was just a, cra it's just a crazy time, and that's just a personal tale. But everywhere I went, we land in Kelowna, go to get our bags. Once again, right around the baggage turnstile hundreds and hundreds of bags. I'm like, oh, my God, how long is it going to for our bags to come out? Like, obviously, those are just bags from other flights because what's happening is like baggage isn't getting on planes and stuff oh. and so like all of a sudden like a plane will just show up with a bunch of other bags from a previous flight that didn't have any there bags no crew so like the airports are just covered in bags all over the place it's crazy i was this is tying it back to our vegas trip but i'm working with the rest of the team out there that's coming i'm like all right we need to divide up the podcast gear everyone take a little bit because i am not checking a bag on this trip okay but what if one bag is gone then all the equipment's useless no everyone will carry it on that's what i'm saying like oh, i'm gonna work with everyone yeah. so everyone's just gonna take like, keep it right, on your person you're taking two mics mm -hmm. you're taking yeah. two lights you're taking the I stands i'm taking it. the roadcaster it's who's fine. the one that gets to take the stands not the mic stands. I mean, like the little tripods. Oh, we have. I don't think the stands will make it. Only they can That's handle a good idea. Travel. Keep it on your person. Uh, yeah. So what do we got going on for content? We got okay. two pregame shows. Well, so I was going to run this through. So this coming Monday, we're going to do real life. Next Thursday, no real life podcast. Okay. Because we, we do it when we land in Vegas. Yeah. But we will try to either do one when we land in Vegas Thursday or I was actually thinking a bonus on Saturday once we have some Vegas tales built up in us. Yeah. But there will be a real-life podcast while we're there. There'll be two Short Four Giant pregame shows while we're there. There'll be an Oilers Nation radio because the whole cast of ONR is there. So we'll have one of those. We'll do a Better Late Than Never as well and a bunch of great social content. Wow. Wow. It's a lot of content. Oh, that's awesome. It's, and it's a great end. Are we going to be hosting a High Five Line? Oh, you got it. Yeah. How could you not? So we're hosting a watch party for the game against, was it San Jose they're playing the night before? Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Tom's, Tom's watch, watch bar. bar, New York, New York. So anyone who is in Vegas that loves our favorite Edmonton team, 
come and join us there. We hosted a giant party last year. We were only a crew of 50, but somehow like 300 people showed up. Is that the bar with the like upper portion that's outside? I don't know. Oh. New York has a bar right down, right below it. It's really cool. Cool. Really, really cool. Um, I've also set the over under at three and a half for trips to Taco Bell Cantina. Well, it's easily going to be over. It's over. Yeah. Life's too short to bet the under. Last thing I want to talk about, Charles, because you're here. Demar Hamlin, were you watching that game live? I was. Yeah. So I was watching the game. I was going back and forth from the World Junior game to the Buffalo Bills Cincinnati Bengals game. Yeah. Um, I had um, 12th place in my fantasy football league. On the line? On the line with uh, Josh Allen going and Dawson Knox going. So I was invested in the game. I was. And I watched <clears throat> Bedard score a highlight real goal to win it for, Slo- yeah. or for us against Slovakia. Unreal. And then I immediately changed back to the hockey game and or to the, this football game, yeah. and it was suspended. And it, I was probably about 15 minutes late to what had actually happened. But I quickly checked Twitter, I quickly checked Instagram, and the tone around the whole game was very serious, and it was a position that I don't envy anybody to be in. Oh, yeah. People like Susie Kolber and Booger McFarland and Adam Schefter having to, you know, ad-lib, not having these, you know, their, their quick hits. Now they're having to basically... Yeah. So... So I, I, I realized what happened. Then I had to go search for the video because obviously they weren't showing it. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to see what exactly had happened. And when I saw it, I was, uh, just like everybody else in this world, I was pretty shooken by it. I mean, it was, it was quite intense. And I've watched football religiously for a very long time now. Uh, you see guys get injured. You see, you see things and you always kind of wait for that, you know, thumbs up on the stretcher as they're, as they're leaving or word from the the hospital that they, you know, they're responsive and everything's good. And, and it just never came. And it was just kind of like, I didn't mean for it to grip me and keep me at my Island watching this. Uh, but it absolutely did. And it was, it was like, it was, it was one of those moments where I realized that I, I, I wanted information, mm. but I wish I could have filtered out the bullshit. Just the stuff that I didn't want. Well, so I, I like I have a few thoughts on this because, as you know, I'm obviously a diehard Bills fan. Yes, I you was are. Not watching the Canada game, I was watching the Bills game. Um, and like as soon as he went down, you can kind of tell when there's that urgency on the field. Yeah. Like when guys, like when everyone starts waving, you're like, oh boy. And when he first went down, I'm obviously not thinking it's anything too too crazy, but you saw the urgency, and I was like, oh, it's going to be a long pause. Flip back to the Canada game, came back to the Bills game, and they were showing the replay. And when you watch him take almost like a step. And then collapse, you're like, like I th- you're thinking neck injury first, right? Because that's usually what these kind of things are because they were holding up Yeah, his and head. his body, yep, absolutely. But then when his, he gets up and walks, like, I was just like, what could that even be? Um, but then there was a lot of, oh, how do I want to, like, the broadcasting crew, I think, did a great draw- job with it, right? Because it's a news story at that point, and you need to stay on and cover it because everyone watching at home needs to know. But then there were the people who were ripping the NFL, and I did, like, in the moment, I thought that was weird. These people roasting the NFL for, oh, you're gonna, they were never, obviously never going to play. So, like, they were obviously so, not going so, to play. Uh, okay, and I agree with that, maybe, because I still don't know what to believe. In the moment, you saw the players, you saw Zach Thomas go across yeah. the field, and you saw him go to Sean McDermott. They have a conversation, players start to pack up their stuff, and they start yeah. to walk off the field. I believe that was initially them saying, we're not fucking doing this. This is from us. Yeah. We're the teams. Let's go in. But, but you can't call that game without the NFL saying you can't call the game. Yeah. And Joe Buck four times said, the NFL said they will get a five-minute warm-up and we will reconsume this game. He has not stepped back from that point, no matter what I know. Troy Vincent has said, who is yeah. the executive uh, vice president of the NFL PA. No, not, not PA. Sorry, the NFL. The NFL saying there was never going to be a, a game. They yeah. were never going to do it. Joe Buck said it four times. I don't I know, know where he got his information from, probably but from the NFL. probably there's two other there's two other points of time where you absolutely knew this game wasn't happening. And number two was in the hallway where Roger Goodell's like boots on the ground. I don't know what her name was, but yeah. she had Zach Thomas and um, Sean McDermott talking. But when they started to pack up the shit, that was there was no word, but the 
crew was like, they're packing the stuff up. Yeah. But so like my problem with people roasting the NFL is like, on, like Roger Goodell is not on the field at all times being like, time to call no, the game. No. So I'm, the refs in that moment and the game officials are doing what is taught in the book. This has never happened before. A player no. has never had to be brought back to life on the field. And I thought it's a miracle and it should be almost a compliment to the NFL's protocols medically. And I don't need to stand up for the NFL at all. But like doctors and NFL officials went out there and saved a dude's life on the field. And the refs are sitting there going, okay, major injury. What's our next check on the rule book? Is that what they're supposed to do? Okay, the players get a five. Yeah, you go up. through you go through the protocols I, put in front of you. People were like, just oh, this is the NFL doesn't care about. And like, yeah, sure, but like in that moment, the doctors saved a dude's life. Yeah, did it take an hour to come to that conclusion? Yes, because you need to make sure you go through all the Okay, but did it steps. surprise you that people like Susie Colbert were in the studio broadcasting an NFL game, which they yep. clearly are are in, in business with, yep. and being very like they we haven't heard from them. This is they cannot play like very critical of the NFL. There's steps. And like, there's steps you have to go through. There's steps you have to go through. And I almost didn't like that because it was like, you know, the priority right now isn't communicating with the media. It's making sure, like, a guy doesn't totally. die. So, anyways, I thought that was weird. And then also, like, people, I just, it drives me nuts in these moments. I know it's social media. So, like, why should I even be surprised? But, like, in moments like these, when we should be, like, empathetic and, like, my biggest concern was, like, oh, my God, is he going to be okay? Like, they're obviously not playing this game. And a lot of people wanted to jump down the throat of, what's his name there? Uh, Skip Bayless. For like the most mild thing Skip Bayless has probably ever tweeted. I am never going to be in a camp that takes up for what Skip Bayless says. No, 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 no. But right before that tweet, there was another tweet that was like, this is awful, thoughts and prayers and everything. He was literally just communicating what I know a ton of people were thinking. Yeah. And when and I he first said saw it, it all seems so small or whatever. And, and like, I didn't yeah. even see his tweet. I saw Kendrick Perkins say, like, this is a trash take. And then I read yeah. what it was. And I was like, yeah, this is not great. But then in the comments, somebody had posted the tweet earlier, four minutes earlier. And it was actually like, Really empathetic with what was happening. And, but that's okay. So, it was just like, this is a really weird thing to do. But Skip Bayless has these people who are always going to have this narrative around him. Yeah. Just like Evander Kane. That's when exactly I, what I was going to say. Okay. When I was thinking about Evander Kane, I'm like, there's always going to be this narrative around a narrative around people who are mm -hmm. polarizing. And Skip Bayless, he could have meant nothing by that. And I think he did mean I like don't think he meant anything by it. But Shannon Sharp took the next day off, eh? Yeah, but I think that's... So then he came back to explain why he did, and Skip went back into Skip and, like, inter interrupted his monologue about why he took the day off. And it was yeah. fucking brutal, man. Like, I, I don't watch their show. I just saw the tweet, and I was like, man, and again, in a moment where, like, a guy might have just died on a football field, everyone wants to scream at Skip Bayless, and, like, everyone just wanted to yell and be mad at the NFL and mad at this, and it's like, why do you have to be mad right now? Like, I'm holding my breath waiting I for I think in those moments, though, everybody has to realize that they have their own way of perceiving this. Yeah. Like, you get Ryan Clark and Booger McFarlane, who are ex-players, who are going to perceive it one way. Mm -hmm. And then you've got people like Susie Culber, who are going to perceive it another way. A news angle way. A, a news that. angle yeah, yeah. way. And then you have people like Skip, who have a take, who are going to perceive it another way. And none of, like, unless, unless you were the person that tweeted out there, how is my fantasy football season yeah, going to be yeah. ended? Then you are not a bad person. You're just somebody who is looking at it from your own myopic view of the whole situation, right? Like I, I sat, my sons were in the house and I looked at them and I was like, my son was like, dad, this is really like sad. And I said to him, those guys that they're showing on the screen are gladiators. Those guys are like really strong men. And yeah. you look at, at, at the biggest man in the world and they're crying on the field. Yeah. I'm like, this is a really serious thing, son. Like this is something that it just, it's above sports. It doesn't matter how tough you are when you see shit like this and thinking about those players and just like having to go back in the dressing room and like Stefan Diggs going to the hospital. Like this is, there's been a lot of positive things that have come out of this. Yeah. And right off the bat, I can understand how everybody own their own view would be taken over. Um, the Bills were back at practice today, and the latest update we kind of got on DeMar Hamlin came from the hospital in Cincinnati, and it was that he's responsive. 
and he became responsive at some point over the last 24 hours. The doctors had him communicating by writing messages, and the first thing he did when he woke up is he wrote down who won the game. Who won the game? So here's the thing. A neurologist, a neurologist, what they say is that, like, they don't consider it to be positive information unless you're doing movements or acknowledging people in a um, in a in a in an active way, yeah. And that is like if you just lift up your hand, it's you're not doing anything, right? Yeah. But if you squeeze a hand because somebody asked you to, that's a positive thing, right? Yeah. And he was right. He was doing that kind of stuff, and he was writing, and he and he was like, I bet you time. It feels like he just like like that's what I was gonna, yeah. like one second went by. I bet you it feels like for him. Yeah. So I really like. Here's the good side of sports. Here's the good side of just humanity. And I, I made sure to constantly um, update my kids on what this was about. But that toy drive, man. If you don't know about the toy drive yet, then I don't know where you've Crazy. been. It's like, like six million bucks or something. Now. Well, did you see what Fanatics is doing? No. So like the number one selling jersey right now on Fanatics oh, is yeah. uh, ha- Hamlin, right? Yeah. Hamlin's type? Yeah. Uh, wow. Is Hamlin jersey. They're donating so, all yeah. the proceeds to the toy drive. It's just, it, it, it you know, really, really, really super shitty moment it shows you just like that there's a lot of and when i looked on that gofundme site and it was at at 3.2 million dollars it wasn't the top donor was five thousand dollars it wasn't somebody who went and did like a hundred thousand dollars it was 20 30 five dollars it was just a like sixty thousand people had donated and that I, i made sure to like really amplify that son this is a really shitty thing that's happening on the field, but there's a really a lot of really good things happening outside yep. of this that are you know and and I just 24 years old man his mom you know he, he was making eight hundred sixty thousand dollars this year with a hundred twenty thousand dollar bonus and he'd only been in the league for two years and you don't yeah. get your pension until five years I mean yeah I think they are I think there's they a lot of question marks his one rep kind of said they're gonna make sure some of that money's used to like make sure his medical expenses well his toy drive that's great twenty five hundred dollars if you watch the video what they raised for twenty five bought a ton of kids stuff yeah right so like I hope I really hope that he gets well compensated I know that the league this is so uh yeah. it's so visual that there's no way the league can just like take a step back from this and say you know we're not gonna there's some really, if you go to Cleveland Sports Show, there's a clip that's kind of gone viral of a guy who gives a lot of points that have to do with like the concussion. Yeah. It's it's really jarring. And if you find it, find it. If you don't, if you don't want to look for it, don't. But it's like that 6% of people from the concussion lawsuit have been paid out. Wow. And that was five years ago. And it's, and like 80% of claims are in, are being, yeah. you know, um, yeah, it just sucks. If it, uh, it sucks, and it's the real side of sports, but that is a game that is just violent. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad that like I, I don't know the Saturday game like the Saturday games. I'm glad there's not a Thursday night game tonight because I don't know how those teams would handle it. Like it's very quickly mm. after this fact. Well, so the Bills actually this just came up on my tweet deck as we were talking about this. The Josh Allen and Sean McDermott are doing a joint pe- press conference right now. Reporter asked, do you feel like you're ready to play a football game? McDermott said, I'll start. Allen cut him off and said, I do. So, seems like they're... I think there has to be some sort of a switch that, that flips so, when you so, hear he's, like, right. cognitive. Right, and so and, you know that these guys are getting information that we are not. Yeah. And and that, to me, him saying that, sounds very positive yep. in mm-hmm. the fact that they know something good is happening. Yeah. And that, like, these guys, man... Like, Damar Hamlin's probably sitting in a room being like, go fucking win this thing, man. Oh, yeah. Like, go do this thing and go... Play Cincinnati. It doesn't. They're not going to play Cincinnati. The NFL announced that. Oh, they that did. Okay, so I don't know the played. news. On the that. AP has a report. Yeah, they're not going to do that. One of the ideas that's being speculated is every team's going to play their final game this week, and if that game is a factor, basically meaning if Buffalo and KC were to tie, yeah, or would have been a tie because that game's indifferent, um, they might have a hybrid situation where KC, if they are the one seed, gets to choose. You can either have the bye, but you would be forfeiting home field in a potential AFC championship against the Bills. Or you can play in that first round of the playoffs and keep your home field and the Bills, even though they're second, would be treated as the top seed with a bye, but wouldn't get home field. Okay, I'm I'm not a shithead and I could give two fucks about like <laughs> fantasy about fantasy foot football, but like that's a billion dollar industry. 
Yeah, and but you know, everything's just no. But I'm, all I'm saying is, yeah, is there as millions and millions of leagues out there that first place, twelfth place, fifth place, sixth place doesn't matter. We're decided on this. Yeah, but like if you're and, playing and so, fantasy, uh, but no, 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 I don't care about the fantasy football player. What I'm getting at is like NFL.com, Yahoo, these guys that run the leagues. Like, what do they do? They've kind of all already decided that that it's just done. That it's just done. That week 17 is done. Yeah. If that game doesn't play, week 17 is done. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a lot of people who are going to go to their fantasy football commissioner and be like, "I lost and by 10 points, and I had Josh Allen." And and and, and, and they'll I be mean, playing the world's tiniest violin. And it didn't yeah. mean yeah. And it didn't mean anything. It didn't mean anything. Uh, you know, above the bigger picture, but it's something to think about, dude. Like you have Is to think. If you don't yeah. think about it, then you're just not thinking about it on the full. On the full, like it's. Dudes, it, it's four four days later. Like we can actually have a discussion about this by now, knowing Demar Hamlin's getting better. Yeah, I just think, but that that I mean, injuries happen. Like, you know, like that'd be like if Jamar Chase tore his ACL on the first play and you went to your commissioner. Okay, like, I guess I'll guess I'll, I'll I could give two shits about any league, and if I fucking lose, I lose, and I don't give a shit. I do not care. All I guess what I'm saying is, something like this could not have happened at a worse time. Because it's week 17. It's the, last it's the game. Monday nighter. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the most. I'm just. It devil's is, advocate. It was the most um, uh, looked forward to game yeah. of like the last five weeks. Yeah. This was a fucking huge game. Someone made that point of like how many tackles are made in an NFL season. Now how many tackles have been made in NFL history. Now think of all the games that are played. Like the fact it happened on a Monday nighter in Cincinnati. And there's also a weird trend of like. Do you remember the Ryan Shazier injury? That was a Monday. Of course I do. They I, they went back and played the rest of that game. They did. Um, but I think that was a Monday nighter, but it was in Cincinnati. Yep. Um, anyways, we're, we need to wrap this we up. We are so I need, late. <laughs> I need to get that Evander Kane episode up. Um, so anyways, hope you all enjoyed that. Shout out to Montana's. Jay, what do you travel? think of the DeMar Hamlin incident? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, don't I've, or, I've, no, I, <laughs> Tyler and I spent a bunch of time on it and Owen every day. Yeah. Oh, did you? What the hell's Owen in every day? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did you see that tweet about how the, the NHL needs to... Oh, you guys put it out. The NHL needs to... I want to wrap the episode. <laughs> the NHL needs to rethink how they do starting goalies for betting purposes. Uh, hello? Oilers, hello? That was an Oilers Nation article. Okay. Hello? We're done. We're done. Nine Ta- months. Talk- Nine months. Nine ash. Talk to everybody on Monday. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.